And welcome back to Is It Better Than Smooth by Santana, the world's first and only musical comedy game show where there are no winners, no losers, just Smooth by Santana. I went into the archives and, and brought out an old friend of mine and a first-time guest. It is Chase Cangelosi, uh, lead singer of Half a Squirrel. Uh, and it's been a while, though, since those days, huh? <laughs> Dude, yeah, bringing back the classics. Uh, yeah, once a squirrel, always a squirrel. Yes, absolutely. So, Chase, Smooth by Santana. Is it as classic as people say? It's iconic. I mean, you're putting one of the, the greatest guitarists of all time in the same room as one of the most recognizable singers of the 90s. Uh, I mean, it's a karaoke classic, and uh, I'm a big fan of Sirius XM pop rocks, and I uh, hear it all the time there. Absolutely. So, the middle point of all music, do you support the scientific claim behind that? I do, because I feel like half the songs I listen to are better. <laughs> Okay. But about half the songs I listen to, I'm like, man, I wish that they just had some of that, uh, that, that swanky guitar. <laughs> yes, yes. I think every song needs Carlos Santana, but we all know that's just improbable. True. Guy's like 105 years old now. <laughs> and I think he has a residency in Las Vegas now, so I don't think he does the whole touring thing anymore either. So. He was playing with Cheech and Chong the last time I heard about him. <laughs> I'm not surprised in the slightest. So... What type of knowledge you can bring to the table? Are there any like standard chase opinions that we can expect? Like maybe a dislike towards a certain genre or uh, being in favor of another type of artist? Uh, what do you think we can expect from you today? You know, you're not going to hear very high reviews if you're uh, trying to play me, you know, any Aaron Carter music. Um, like last week? Uh, yeah, that was rough to listen to. Um, <laughs> you're not going to get high reviews on, on rap or uh, EDM, but um you know, everything else, uh, pretty open-minded. I don't feel too strongly about smooth, but I don't feel against it either. I would say it's a good midpoint of all the music I listen to. And we did talk about a little bit, a little bit about this before the show, but uh, you had a pet named after Carlos Santana. Um, was that your doing or was that a, a family decision? I did. Yeah. yeah. Well, you know, when you uh, adopt a dog and they come with a name, uh, the, the, the Belgian Shepherd that we got came with a name that that started with an S. So I can't remember what it was. And we're like, yeah, this name sucks. Um, <laughs> and after all the other animals in our house are named after musicians, I was like, what about Santana? And it just like matched well. And also the dog's color was tan. So uh, altogether, you know, we got a little tail wag out of him and we're like, you know what? That's it. Okay. Was it the exact middle point of all dogs? Would you say? No, he was top tier dog for oh, sure. Top tier dog. Yeah. Okay. So he didn't resonate with the energy that's moved from its. No, he was more of uh, like the black black magic woman or into the night. Okay, that makes more sense. That makes more sense. All right, so we got a big job ahead of us. We have eight songs we need to listen to. Are you ready to get started right now? Let's go. All right, well, in 2020, scientists have discovered that Smooth by Santana is the exact middle point of all music. With up my guests, we'll listen to every song that has ever been made and decide whether or not the song is better or worse than the Latin alternative rock classic. Eventually, by the end of the show's run, all music in its entirety will be classified in two categories. Here are the rules. I'll go through eight different songs from eight different genres by eight different artists. After listening to each one of the songs, it's up to the guests to decide whether or not the song is better or worse than Smooth by Santana featuring Rob Thomas. If the song is better, the guests will say, 
Man, it's a hot one. If the song is worse, the guest will say, forget about it. One of those options must be chosen by the guest, but the guest is able to elaborate if they please by choosing a softer, hard option. For example, they can say that's a hard, hot one if it's much better than Spirit by Santana or a soft forget about it if it's slightly worse. The song will also be played for you at home, so feel free to play along and email me at manisahotwood at outlook.com your opinions as to whether or not the songs are better or worse than Spirit by Santana. All right. We're going to begin with song number one. And song number one's a hit. You know, some of the people recognize, some of the people know. Uh, it's a good way to get started. And this hit comes from 1975. It is a classic rock song, a hard rock song, and it is Sweet Emotion by Aerosmith. That was song number one. That was Sweet Emotion by Aerosmith. The song was a single off the group's third studio album titled Toys in the Attic. The song peaked at number 36 on the Billboard Hot 100 chart and was the group's first top 40 track. The song is considered one of Aerosmith's greatest hits and was listed on the Rolling Stone magazine's top 500 songs of all time list at number 408. So, Chase, is it better than Spirit by Santana? You know, that is a hot one. And it's a hot one. And uh, reason, uh, the guitar solo, uh, Steven Tyler's voice. And I've seen Aerosmith twice. Uh, when I saw them at Jazz Fest, I was like 10 feet away. Oh, and, wow. Uh, gosh, just hearing that song live, you know, starting with that, that bass solo, Tom Hamilton absolutely kills on that. Um, so Aerosmith, uh, you said you've seen them twice. Would you consider this one of the top spots on their discography? Or uh, how would you rank it in regards to all their classic catalog? No, it's, it's a soft one in this discography. Um, mm. You know, songs like Living on the Edge or um, I, I like so many of their ballads, you know, uh, like Crazy and Crying and uh, Tell Me What It Takes to Let You Go. Uh, songs like that. Um, those are the ones that really resonate with me the most. Um, but yeah. Well, now I'm curious, because I know you used to have a list of all the concerts you've been to. Do you have a rough estimate of how many <laughs> you've been to since we've last talked? Rough like estimate about, is about 480. Um, oh, once we hit about 400, I stopped counting, and that yeah. was over a year ago. Um, I mean, I live in Austin now. I'm going five a week sometimes. Uh, so... Man, that's uh, yeah, it's, it's funny. I'm seeing every band I'm seeing. It's like, oh, this is the third, fourth, fifth, seventh time I've seen them. Yes, Aerosmith, um, a classic one. So we got that a hot one. So I'm guessing it sounds like most of Aerosmith's biggest hits are probably hot ones as well. If we're going off that oh, yeah. standard, for sure. So song number one is a hot one. We're moving on to song number two. Song number two is a little bit more recent. It comes from the year 2021. It is a dance pop track, and it is "Run" by Becky Hill. 
Song number two, that was a 2021 dance pop song run by Becky Hill. Becky Hill is a pop star from Worcestershire, England. She rose to popularity on the UK version of The Voice and was a semifinalist on the show. She also made history by being the first contestant on the show to receive a number one single after their appearance. Currently, she's been nominated for an MTV Music Award and has won both a Brit Award and a London Music Award. So, Chase, is it better than Smooth by Santana? You know, that is just barely a hot one. And it's a hot one. Mm. Um, I, I would say it's, it's, it's a very soft hot one. I feel like it's on the same level. Um, it reminds me of the, that song by Cascadia. Every time we touch, I get this feeling. Uh, but also it kind of reminded me of like Pink or Katy Perry or Miley Cyrus. Um, uh, so... Yeah, it's fun. I expected the chorus to have a bigger drop and be a little more epic. And then it could have been a good hot one. Uh, but overall, 10 on 10 would listen to again. Really? Okay. Are you, um, would you consider yourself a fan of dance pop? Do you listen to it frequently? I'm not really sure what other artists are thrown into dance pop, honestly. I mean, you kind of named some kind of like the Katy Perry, the Justin Bieber's, the Britney Spears. You know, I like a lot of those. Um, it's not, it's not my main music, but I go to a lot of festivals, um, I saw Miley Cyrus headline ACL last year, and it was a fun time. Okay. I just saw Justin Bieber on on, on the floor, um, as in like he wasn't on the floor. I was at a floor <laughs> seat um, a couple of weeks ago, and it's it's a great time. Uh, so yeah, th- I think there's a lot of a lot of uh, excitement that comes with with music like that that I don't always get out of rock music. But um, uh, yeah. So are you a believer after hearing that? I didn't know. Uh, yeah, yeah. It made a believer out of me for sure. <laughs> I got you. So you, would you be interested in listening to more Becky Hill moving forward? Uh, that she have a sound that you might be interested in pursuing a little bit more? I have a feeling she's she's kind of going to be like Bonnie Tyler, where she has one hit. Um, this is probably that one hit. <laughs> but I'm, I'm open to finding out. I got you. Very cool. Very cool. All right. Well, we got two hot ones moving forward. Song number three. Is a different genre. It's a 2020 punk rock song, and it is Baby Drummer by Bad Nerves. Oh, yeah. Give me a new boy, 
right. That was song number three. That was Baby Drummer by Bad Nerves. Bad Nerves is a punker from London, England. This particular track comes from their 2020 debut self-titled record. According to the band, their major influences are the Ramones and the Strokes. But if you listen to the song, that's pretty obvious. So, Chase, is it better than Smooth by Santana? This is another soft, hot one. And it's a hot one. Ah, soft one. All right, let's hear it. Uh, reasoning. Uh, this band sounds great. It reminds me of, I'm a big fan of um, uh, Black Flag and uh, Bass Drum of Death um, and Fiddler. And this reminds me of all of those. It, if you listen to the song Velvet Itch by Bass, Bass Drum of Death, it sounds almost exactly the same. Um, definitely, this is the type of band I would expect to be uh, in an opening slot at at a, at a venue like One-Eyed Jacks in New Orleans, <laughs> opening for an artist like Ty Siegel. Um, <laughs> and uh, I could definitely expect a good mosh pit. Uh, this is the kind of kind of show that you're getting your nose broken and there's going to be stage dives and stuff. Um, and for that, I can just imagine, you know, the sweating. Um, and that's exciting. Um, <laughs> yeah, it definitely reminds me a lot of Fiddler. Um, but Felt like also the drumming was really a lot. Um, would I want to listen to this every day? Maybe if I was getting ready for a workout. Um, but otherwise, uh, distorted vocals I liked. Um, don't really remember what the guitar even sounded like. There's a lot of drumming and a lot of uh, uh, distorted vocals. And, and for that, I liked it. Very cool. Very cool. So as you said, you kind of have to be in the mood for it. Um, do you find yourself listening to this kind of stuff regularly or is this kind of in a once in a blue moon type deal? I think I have some days where I want to listen to some some heavy punk, but it's not an everyday thing. Whereas smooth, you could listen to every day. You can I got gotcha. you. Know, I got gotcha. you. Car, I turn this on in my convertible Mini Cooper and it's like, all right, OK, <laughs> what's going on here? <laughs> and uh at the i know you've probably been to a few punk shows in your day are you the guy who finds himself in the pit or are you kind of on the outside or you uh you're a uh, hugging the barricade or whatever you know my favorite spot in the pit is to be that that guy that's like on the the outer outer part of the pit where like people are bumping into you but you're not in the middle getting thrown right. So yeah. you get to kind of like block them out and, you know, <laughs> swing a little, little punch, a little push here and there, but you're not involved. And, you know, I got gotcha. you. Uh, you're not uh, sore in the morning. I got gotcha, you. I got gotcha. you. And you're getting too old for that. You know, <laughs> yeah, I like being involved not committed. <laughs> That's a good way of putting it. Yeah, that's a good way of putting it. So, um, yeah. Song number three is a hot one. We got three hot ones in a row. Yeah. Very cool. We're going to move on to song number four. We're getting close to the halfway point of this episode. And song number four is a 2020 hip hop song. It is Revival by Drew Drake. Yeah, my mama gonna like this. This, that, backwood, dirt road, church revival. Watch me write this substance in braille, so bring a Bible. There's no need to lie, though. I spit that fear to lie, go. These words go up, up, in a way, and God know where I go. But who am I, though? I'm just a son of a preaching one man from sun up to sundown. She in the kitchen cooking. A baby boy be looking, trying to see what's missing. Mama say, you trying to spit the word, boy? Pay attention, so let's get it. In the beginning, speak with conviction. Your words got power. Watch this shake this atmosphere different. And did I mention you got the Man, you don't forget.
get it, speak your truth from your soul so your ancestors hear it. Leave that fear at the door, cause I'm praying for your ceiling. Keep striving for pylon, let back on be back on your dead wrong and headstrong. They think that I'm gon' falter, you know it's time for church, boy. So meet me at the altar like I know I've been changed. I know I've been changed. I know I've been changed. The angels in heaven done sign your name. There's this dude. Call him Drew. All right. That was song number four. That was Revival by Drew Drake. Drew Drake is a singer, rapper, and actor based in New York City. The song comes from his first full EP release titled Golden, which released in 2020. Outside the EP release, Drake has also released a single full studio album titled Conception, which released in 2019. And outside of music and acting, he's also an accomplished poet who has performed at numerous national slam poetry events across the country. So... Chase, is it better than Smooth by Santana? Forget about it. Forget about it. Forget about it. I saw you vibing, though, to it. That's why I'm interested. <laughs> Look, I had a great time. Um, that was a lot of things there. Uh, can you call that rap? I'm not sure. Is it hip-hop? I don't know. Is it industrial? I don't know. I mean, just the thing is, you know, you got, you got rapping, then you got this, like, Hammond organ that's, like, really going in the background. I mean, you got this gospel chorus. I've been changed. <laughs> and you got these good lyrics, like standing like a cactus looking for an atlas. And I was like, whoa. <laughs> um, but then ultimately, then you got a, some type of brass band marching down the street at the end. Um, this rem- this reminds me of the rap music that Jack White would produce um, at Third Man Records. <laughs> Um, and like really stand behind like this is quality um but overall i have no clue what's going on um that that was it was an experience and i and i was glad i was there for it but uh ultimately feel like it's something i could see marching down the streets in in new orleans Mm. um like on their way to jazz fest Uh, i gotcha so you don't think you'll be exploring any more drew drake after this (laughs) i can i can tell you i won't (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I got you. So the Drew Drake train begins and ends here. Will I send this song to somebody else? Maybe. <laughs> um, <laughs> I want other people to hear this. I got you. But for that, we're going to have our first forget about it of the episode. Forget about it. I got you. Are you a hip hop fan in general? I know you said you don't really like hip hop too, too much earlier, but are there any artists you find yourself a little bit fond of? I can't really think of any I know you met Little Nas X, but I don't know. Oh, if wait, he's considered hip hop. Um, not so. I thought, well, I don't know, I guess. Yeah, I, I love Lil Nas X. Uh, phenomenal artist. Montero, honestly, one of my favorite albums of the last couple of years. Um, I think he spans several different genres. Uh, just great actor, just good presence. Um, great guy to meet. I stood next to him at a Kate, Katy Perry concert. <laughs> oh, really? Was, was that random or did you make your way up? No, he, he was the opening act. Um, so uh, it wasn't completely random, but the fact that he would all of a sudden be standing like in the not so good floor seats, it was the Amazon prime day, 2019. Um, Amazon would hire a slightly washed up singer to, uh, <laughs> to perform uh, like in a, in a football stadium for all of their employees in Seattle. And uh, 
yeah, the year before they had uh, Demi Lovato with St. Vincent opening. And next year they brought in Katy Perry with Little Nas X opening. So, um, all right. So we got our first forget about of the episode. We're moving on to song number five. Then, uh oh, wait a minute. Do you hear that? I I think it's I think it's the Weezer alarm. Uh oh. You know what that means when you hear the talk box. Hot. <laughs> when you hear the talk box solo from Beverly Hills, you know we have to listen to a Weezer song. That's the rule. So Weezer's the most played. Uh, artists on the show and their lead is just growing um so it's been a while since we had a weezer track but we're back on top of things with song number five and this weezer song is a little bit more recent it's from 2014 it's an alternative rock song and it is back to the shack by weezer That disco sucks I ended up with nobody And I started feeling dumb Maybe I should play the lead guitar And Pat should play the drums Take me back, back to the shack Back to the strap with the lightning strap Kicking the door, more hardcore Rocking out like it's 94 Let's turn up the radio Turn off those stupid singing shows I can find out who I am I'm letting all of these feelings out Even if it means I fail Alright, that was song number five And it triggered the Weezer alarm Which means we have yet another Weezer song to talk about uh, Whenever you hear the talk box solo to Beverly Hills You know, we got some, uh, we got some work to do So this Weezer song was Back to the Shack uh, The song was the first single off of Weezer's ninth studio album Titled Everything Will Be Alright in the End the song reached number one on the Canada rock chart and number four on the U.S. rock chart. And uh, in the music video, the band plays the song On the Moon, which shows once again that through the power of friendship, Weezer is capable of doing anything and everything. So, Chase, is it better than Smooth by Santana? That is the hardest hot one you will have on this show. And it's a hot one. Hot, hot, hot. <laughs> Let's hear it. Man, Weezer is... Such a great, such a talented band and so hard to keep up with. They're, they're, they record, what, four albums a year? It feels uh, like, like it, at least. No band records as much as Weezer does. Like, I go on Spotify once a month and there's a new album. Um, but, man, I mean, you know, the things that are covered in that song, you know, it was kind of their comeback to, to going back to their roots of rock. They wanted to go back to their Blue Album sound. And they, they kind of mention, you know, some of their older songs in it. It's like finally settled down with a girl, which you could assume was probably from, you know, something like El Scorcho or um, uh, uh, Frick was, was the song with the, the sun was rising on the lake that night. Oh, was that from Pinkerton? Uh, Slayer t-shirt fit that seems Oh, okay. oh, if you want me to. If you want me to, probably that girl. Um, yeah. And then he talks about making up with his dad, you know, from Satan. So he talks about making a few mistakes so he could learn who he was, you know, from Troublemaker. 
So I think it, it really wraps in a lot of their classic material into the song and, uh, you know, the, the beats, the, everything about it, the, the quick drops before they hit back in the, the drum fills. Um, there was that video that came out of them performing this live and someone threw Pat a Frisbee right at the time where it was like, maybe I should play the lead guitar. Pat should <laughs> play the drums. Grabs the Frisbee, hits that cymbal right at the right time. I was like, oh, this is the greatest band. Uh, <laughs> and, you know, I love that how you know mentions the strap with the lightning strap um you know his river's favorite band is kiss he he talks about it often and he wears the lightning strap like in honor of ace freely um and uh yeah that, that song just has so much to it uh we were at the first concert where they premiered it you're correct uh, we were coincidentally at the rivers center yes <laughs> yes absolutely um, what i was probably like 15 <laughs> At the time, 15 or 16. I was a senior in high school. Something like that. I don't know. And, then, that's right. and at the time, like, oh, my gosh, we're seeing Ouija. I think we've both seen them probably like three more times since then. <laughs> I saw them with Panic. Uh, that was in 2016, supporting my favorite, one of my favorite albums of all time when they did the White Album. Yeah. That still stands up at top 10 albums of my life. Um, then I saw them this past summer with Fall Out Boy and Green Day. Um, that was a tour green day absolutely stole that show but we were supporting their you know new album you know the one with hero on it that just every song is just you know they're classic rock yeah um and yeah i'm pretty sure uh rivers was either playing like a flying v or like an explorer (laughs) which is so not him for a guitar um and he grew his hair out for that like totally different vibe um uh yeah incredible shows uh i will see them every time i get a chance um and uh yeah that was the first like music celebrity that i got to meet in person um at at the baton rouge river center when i uh got into the backstage through my media pass given to me as as a thank you for um supporting their show so i'll also say i think you're the first person on the show who's excited to hear weezer every time the weezer goes weezer alarm goes off they're usually not that excited so <laughs> I'm, I'm happy you brought some excitement to the segment well i'm sure there's a couple songs you could have played that that wouldn't have received the <laughs> thank you and this i don't even know if this is one of those fan favorite songs i feel like this is not a not a well received song but uh uh, that great. This the rest of this album was mid, but uh, every, you know when they did the white album, the black album, the teal album after this, killed. <laughs> I feel that. All right, so we have a couple more songs left. Uh, we got a hot one for that one. We're moving on to song number six, and song number six is an R and B track, the 2020 R and B track, and it is "Take Me to the Good Time" by the Suffers. Take me to the good times 
Song number six of the 2020 R&B track. That was Take Me to the Good Time by The Suffers. The Suffers are an R&B and soul group from Houston, Texas. The group was formed in 2011 as originally being a reggae cover group before evolving their sound to what it is today. So a big change, if you ask me. Uh, the group currently has two EPs and two albums, with their most recent release being a single that came out this year. So Chase, is it better than Smooth by Santana? Forget about it. We got to forget about it. Let's hear it. Uh, you know, I, I could have told you they were a Southern band before hearing that they were from Houston. Um, there was just something about it that this was another that reminded me of like New Orleans brass music, um, where it had a really good swing, um, but also the song felt very stressful at the same time. I'm walking <laughs> around, I'm looking at the sky, I'm walking around, <laughs> walking other guys. I'm like, oh man, don't like this. <laughs> but uh, overall, I felt like if I heard it live, uh, it would feel pretty groovy. It'd feel very, you know, easy like a Sunday morning. Um, uh, I could see them opening a show for uh, Cowboy Mouth. <laughs> Are they still performing? Oh, I'm sure they must be. <laughs> um, so, yeah, it's another one um, where I don't have a lot of feels for it. Mm. Well, I did read online that they have performed at South by Southwest. Does that surprise you? Do they sound like a South by Southwest band? Not really. I mean, you look at the people who go to South by and they're the hip- hipsters of hipsters. Uh, <laughs> I've never seen a denser population of overalls. Um, and these are not country overalls. Uh, and being from houston i mean being in austin right now do you want to leave city every time south by comes by or is it uh, something you can put up with oh it's a great time i i probably took off five or six day afternoons of work because all of the the concerts are happening and from like 1 p.m to 6 p.m ish uh and they're like in front yards of bars um so, yeah, I mean, I took off several days of work just for the fun of it, uh, just to see some shows. Uh, it was a great time. Uh, next year, I'm going to actually buy a pass and not just walk in. Uh, you can just walk in for free, but some of the best shows will have two, three-hour lines to get in. Yeah. So one of my favorite bands, Bass Drum of Death, was performing. Would have been my fifth or sixth time seeing them, and uh, I had to watch it from outside mm-hmm. the venue. So we got to forget about it, though, with the suffers. So we're moving on to song number seven. And song number seven, we reserve for a theme, something new, uh, or bring one back. Uh, one of the themes that we go for a national holiday, uh, have a song that's, uh, that relates to the national holiday for today. And this episode is coming out on May 27th. And May 27th is National Road Trip Day. 
So um, hopefully people are listening to this on a road trip because summer's coming around. That'd be really fun. But um, you have to find a good song about driving around, you know, the act of driving a car. And I was thinking about and one that stuck out to me is a 1964 surf pop song. It is Fun, Fun, Fun by the Beach Boys. song number seven and for song number seven we are honoring national road trip day about a song about driving around it is fun 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 by the beach boys the song comes from the beach boys fifth studio album titled shut down volume two the song reached number five on the u.s billboard hot 100 chart and number six on the australian singles chart the song is notable for being a major influence in the california sound that dominated pop airways in the mid-1960s so chase is it better than smooth by santana well just like the Beach Boys. It's a hot one. And it's a hot one. Ooh, I like it. <laughs> um, so reasoning for that, uh, man, you know, a lot of people will, will have an argument over who made rock. You know, was it Chuck Berry? Was it the Beatles? Was it Elvis? Was it Rolling Stones? Uh, the Beach Boys are another contender. You know, I would say they don't get the credit like the Beatles or the stones for being as influential as they were, but you listen to that guitar and that, I mean, that sounds a lot like Chuck Berry and, you know, a lot of this music we're still seeing new indie bands still make today. Um, I, I think their, their album pet sounds could have been one of the most influential rock albums of all time. Um, yet I just don't feel like it, it got the credibility that it deserved. Um, the song is great. Um, I, this is the first time I've ever read the lyrics while listening to it. <laughs> and uh, my whole life, I thought it was fun, fun, fun till your daddy takes a TV away. Ah. And uh, I didn't see what, what made a TV in the 60s so much fun. Um, but then I realized it's a T-bird, which T-bird. I can only assume is a Thunderbird. Yeah, um, exactly. So that's where the, the road trip comes in. <laughs> yeah, that's excited when you you literally have one other seat for someone else. Um, <laughs> and, and, you know, as opposed to some of their other songs where they're talking about loading people in a station wagon, they call it a Woody. <laughs> and, uh, that's when you can get like 80 of your friends and go, you know, put the boards on the top of your car and head out to the water. Uh, it's a great song. Uh, love the guitar work in there. Um, and... Uh, 
Very That's cool. Say, just good summer music. So you kind of mentioned it a little bit um, with the Beatles, you know, it's very similar with the Beach Boys. They kind of start off with their, you know, their more pop oriented, you know, for fun songs before moving to more experimental rock defining work. So for the Beatles, that was Sgt. Pepper for, you know, the Beach Boys, that was Pet Sounds. Um, would you consider yourself a fan of more of the, you know, Help Me Rhonda, Fun, Fun, Fun Beach Boys or the Good Vibrations, God Only Knows Beach Boys? Man, honestly, I feel the same way about about early Beach Boys and Beatles where I prefer their, you know, three chords, catchy pop music a lot better than I do their, you know, deep inspirational stuff. Um, the Beatles had a lot more of just like, some of the the most inspirational moving ballads of all time, but I still prefer the, the classics, you know, the stuff they're recognized for in their very early days. Same with the beach boys. Um, I liked, I liked the gimmick. Um, I, uh, I, I just like the, the more catchy stuff. Yeah. Gotcha. And the beach boys single-handedly wanted, made everyone in America want to be in California in the 1960s. And they're still doing it to this day. <laughs> Very nice. So that was song number seven. We've got one more song left. Um, and we begin in each episode with a hit. Some of the people know, some of the people recognize. And looking back, this honestly, this song may be less popular than Fun, Fun, Fun by the Beach Boys. But, you know, it happens that way sometimes. Um, so the first song we had the episode was a hit. We listened to the wonderful Sweet Emotion by Aerosmith. We're going to be ending it with a different hit. This hit comes from 1968. It's a psychedelic song. And it is Time of the Season by the zombies. It's the time of the season When love runs high In this time Give it to me easy And let me try With pleasured hands Take you in the sun to promised lands To show you everyone It's the time of the season for loving What's your name? Who's your daddy? Who's your daddy? Is he rich like me? Has he taken us any time to show you what you need to live? Tell it to me slowly, tell you why I really want to know It's the time of the season for love All right, that was song number eight, the final song of the episode. That was Time of the Season by the Zombies. The song comes from the group's second studio album titled Odyssey and Oracle. The song was a surprise in the United States and peaked at number three on the Billboard Hot 100 chart. The song was featured in numerous forms of media, including films such as Cruella and The Conjuring and the TV show South Park. And fun fact for you, the song was recorded in Abbey Road Studios, where the Beatles recorded uh, the vast majority of their hits. So cool little fact there. So Chase... The last time this episode is it better than Smooth by Santana? It's a uh, very soft. Forget about it. Really? Okay. I uh, I do like the song. Um, I like the song a lot. Uh, it's it's interesting how 
you know, they were kind of coming out of towards the same time as the Beatles, maybe a little after. Um, and uh, they never really received the same type of notoriety that the Beatles did. Um, I like how all the best bands of that era started their, their band name with, uh, you know, the Beatles and the Beach Boys and the Kinks and, and uh, the Zombies and the Monkeys and stuff like that. And I'm, I would say I'm a much bigger fan of, of artists like the Monkeys and the Kinks over the Zombies. But uh, great song. Uh, it's, a, it's a classic rock classic um it's got great guitar work i i love the chorus you know and they get several voices harmonizing it's a time of the season you know that that you can't be that you'll be in your car not in the mood to listen to music and then all of a sudden you're singing along um so i like that um overall that's all i got for it Okay, so you think um, as a whole, it's just kind of lacking. Is there any one part of the song you may be able to pinpoint that you think was changed could probably give it a better chance of being a hot one or not really? No. Interesting. We need a really wicked guitar solo. (laughs) All right. So I guess we're ending things with a forget about it there. Um, But overall, pretty hot one heavy episode. Oh, I'm looking back. You think you're going to be okay with these answers? You think you may have some regrets down the road? I think I'll have regrets about song number two down the road. Um, <laughs> maybe I'll give it another listen when I'm not in a good mood. <laughs> See how you feel. And then I'm going to be like, what the heck was this? And why did I rate it better than Smooth by Santana featuring Rob Thomas? Right. Uh, so... Uh, for for that, I'm excited to see what I think when I actually listen to the, to the episode air. Right, right. Um, but I don't think you'll have that feeling with Back to the Shack by Weezer. I think you'll go to your grave <laughs> with yeah. that being a hot one. Uh, something else I, I didn't mention during our, uh, our discussion about that song. Uh, two more things about Weezer. Uh, first <laughs> is our, our Weezer tribute band. So we lasted one whole practice. That's um, true. I decided between the two of us of me playing guitar and singing and you playing drums, that that was never going to happen. <laughs> uh, our band Jonah's a troublemaker. We were so in the weeds. It was right after the concert. We're like, let's, let's make a Weezer group. And then you had the Weezer get up with the glasses. Oh, I had to get up. I, I know costumes. <laughs> um, I mean, I still have my, my Rivers Cuomo guitar. Uh, <laughs> but no yeah that was sadly that was just gonna if we just knew we knew in our hearts of hearts that it wasn't gonna work out so instead we decided to get wendy's and that was the end though we and it probably paid with a coupon too (laughs) we got a free frosty (laughs) um (laughs) but uh the second thing about loser you remember when we saw them in 2014 they they covered the song song two by blur did they really? Every time I, I listen to your podcast and you say it's time for song two, I'm ready for you to play the song, <laughs> song two. Woohoo! <laughs> you know what? That's actually what I have to do in the future. It's been decided. Even though it could probably be a, like a, a hit from song number one or the last song, I think it would be wrong to not put it at song number two. I agree. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, any final comments before we wrap this episode up? No, no final oh, comment. We got everything out. Perfect. We're just stuck on Weezer. Yeah. <laughs> we could talk about Weezer forever. Um, and anyone listening to the show who knows me knows I can talk about Weezer forever. But um, yeah, I have three questions. That's the same three questions to everyone who's been on the show. And um, question number one is what type of music are you currently listening to? What is on the rotation? 
my rotation has been largely dominated by uh, like indie pop rock. Um, some of my favorite bands being spun right now are uh, Wallows, um, Rex Orange County. Um, uh, let's see. Do, 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 do. Shoot, I should have uh, looked through my Spotify before this. Who have I seen recently? Um, man, uh, ooh, The Midnights. That's not really the same genre. Um, the Aquadolls, The Growlers, Betcha. Shout out to Baton Rouge right there. Uh, Peach Pit, um, uh, Boy Pablo, um, and uh, it was still woozy. And um, uh, Somersault. Those are some of the ones spinning right now in my Spotify playlist. Uh, been spinning those for the last couple of years. Um, uh, always weird going to those shows because their fan base largely dominated by 16-year-old girls. Um, so <laughs> we have to stand in the dad section. But uh, I don't know. I think a lot of those artists kind of resemble uh, more of that, you know, like, 60s pop rock that we were talking about earlier with like early beach boys i got you very cool very cool um any star artist recommendations for those listening maybe someone who like not really super well known that you think needs more attention um yeah give a shout out to uh to, to the band betcha um <laughs> Uh, we, we went to high school with their guitarist, Ben. Um, I've now seen this band like three or four times and, uh, man, they kill it every time. Uh, really, really glad to, to see someone, someone that I know actually, uh, touring in music. And, uh, um, and final question, is there anyone you want to give a shout out to outside the realm of music? Um, well, I'm sure you have, you know, very wide listener base. So, you know, <laughs> if anyone's looking at uh, moving to Austin, Texas, I'm a, I'm a realtor here. So give a shout out to Chasing Realty Group. <laughs> there you go. I'll, I'll support that. I've never had to buy a house in Austin, but if I did, I know who I'm going to. So. <laughs> I would kill you as a friend. <laughs> <laughs> if I go to anyone else. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, well. Um, that's all the questions I have. Thank you, Chase, for joining. And thank you all for listening. Also, thank you to Andrew Ferguson for making the theme song. It's a great theme song. Uh, go check them out in the, the group that dwell. They do praise and worship and all that jazz. So go check them out. Um, if you have any song requests, please send them my way to manzahoblin at outlook.com. Um, I haven't gotten an email in a while, so please send me something. I'm getting lonely. Um, and make sure you put your hobbles and forget about in the email as well. Hope to see you all here next Friday as we continue our journey through the wonderful world of music as to answer the question, is it better than Smooth by Santana? Chase, thank you. And I'd like to end this episode like I like to end every episode by reading my new favorite comment from the Smooth by Santana music video on YouTube. This one comes from Henry Cashap, who says, Santana is real musician. And I don't disagree. He is real musician. He is real musician. <laughs> and he will fight. Henry will fight anyone who says otherwise. <laughs> I'm with him on that. I'm with him as well. Thank you, Chase, once again. And thank you all for listening. And don't forget, give me your heart, make it real, or else forget about it. I'm Alex. This was Is It Better Than Smooth by Santana. And I'll see you all next time. <laughs>